Hey Start Today, this is Jackson, and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate y'all showing up in the community. I love seeing photos and videos of you taking on every day and striving for more. It's really incredible to be able to witness your journeys and be able to cheer you on. If you have photos or videos of you or a friend getting out there and striving for greatness, please share them with me. You can use the hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the Start Today Instagram account directly. The photos that you share don't have to have anything to do with the journal, just anything that you're working to achieve, we'd love to see. Your stories are inspiring, and I'd love to share them with the rest of the community. That's hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the account directly. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Hi guys, welcome to the Friday episode of the Start Today Show. I'm Rachel Hollis, I'll be your host. Producer Jack is here. Hello. He'll be our co-host. And he's wearing a very festive shirt today. Uh-huh. You are, you're looking bright. You're looking like you're headed to Easter service. I'm ready. Even though it's November. Yeah, I was late. Yeah, it's fine. Or early. Is this a new shirt or is this something no, you No, this is not before? a new shirt. Okay. This is a shirt that I absolutely love, the color and everything, but it's those buttons that when you sit too far forward, they open up. So I was like, wait, I could wear a shirt underneath it and then, you know, you don't see... So Everything. that's never occurred to you before today? No. no. I'm a one shirt kind of guy. Okay. Never worn. I'm not an undershirt person. Okay. But okay. But like, today, oh, here you go. I can finally fix this. You have some concerns about your shirt gaping and people seeing your chest? I just don't like that. You know? Oh, funny. Like, yeah. I feel like dudes have it so easy. Oh. Like, you just, you know, who cares? Yeah, I think it's just too messy looking. Okay. I, I right. have I have, I have some, some, some standards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like those standards coming through, man. Uh, We're a little late starting today's episode because I needed to go on a walk. Number one, get my 10,000 steps. And number two, I was just in a little bit of a grouchy mood. And I knew that the walk would really turn me in the right direction. I find it so funny that no matter how many times I do it, I still always am surprised when I feel better after I move my body. Like, oh, right, this does put on some music Eventually, a song comes on the playlist that is exactly what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, right. Everything's fine. It's all good. Like, we're... Exactly. Yeah, things are going well. I think I do look at our current content calendar and have a small heart attack. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) So in our company calendars, guys, we have Google calendars. So we have one Google calendar for email, one for podcast, which now includes both RHP and Start Today. And then recently, because I am ridiculous, I was like, oh, I kind of want to bring the website back into the mix. Oh, yeah. That happened, honestly, when I was sick in bed and I couldn't, there was nothing else I could do. Do you ever, 
how are you good at being sick? Oh, really good. Are you? Oh yeah. I'm terrible. At I'm being not sick. one of the like they always say men get terrible colds or yeah. whatever. No, yeah. not me. You're fine. Um, yeah. I don't do a very good. I can't like watch movies. I can't like do nothing. Yeah, I get that. I can't watch movies either. Maybe yeah. like one or two, but then I'm right. like, this is... This is, this come is on, yeah. what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So um, I spent my convalescence... That's a good word. Taking... Thank you. <laughs> Ding. I spent my convalescence taking online courses. Oh. Very unsurprisingly. And then when I got done with that, I felt like, maybe I'll write a blog post. Yeah. And then when I went to write a blog post, I was like, oh, this poor site. I haven't been here in years and i was like it's fine because no one comes here and then i just was like i'm curious so i checked the site stats and a hundred thousand people a month come to that website because if you think about it jack we put a lot of posts on that site in our day that's true there were a lot between you and i alone the video (laughs) components i mean there's so much stuff on it so then i was like mortified that people have been going to this website and it looks like 1997 so then I went down a rabbit hole trying to make it cute again, fixed up the homepage. And so now back in my life, don't ask me why, guys, we got a content calendar for the website where I'm like adding, you know why? No one asks, no one cares, mm-hmm. but just hang with me for a second. I am, and I include you in this mix because you are my partner right. in crime. We produce so much content yeah i would you're like i'm familiar (laughs) i would challenge most people to say that very few podcasts put out the amount of they're normally one a week yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i i saw the other day i saw a person a very big podcast host who was like you know it's our final episode of the season and i was like seasons what seasons what a miracle that must be you just get to take yeah we're not there we're not there we just keep the good news is we don't need that yeah i never run out of ideas i get excited about stuff and i'm like here's another episode but all that to say i realize we're putting out all this content but then it doesn't live anywhere outside of the podcast space so i was like i gotta if the website's in the mix then some of this great stuff that we're creating that people really resonate with in the podcast space, maybe the people who don't listen to podcasts but like to read, maybe they'll you know get some oh, info. That's so that's the why. Yeah. What, what is what is the site, if anybody needs to know? Thanks, Jack. It's MsRachelHollis.com, MsRachelHollis.com. It's been there since, I mean, over a decade. Oh, yeah. But I, so I'm just wanting to say that because the website does have this thing, and I don't know how to fix it. But it does have this thing where if you read an article, it'll say you'll also probably like these articles. Unfortunately, the articles it's referencing are literally six or seven years old. They're mortifying. They are legit mortifying. If I usually am like, oh, how cute. Back in the day when I thought you guys. And I know some of you have been with me and Jack for like over a decade. You've been on the site. You remember our blogging days. I have always kept those things there because I thought it was cool that people could see where it all began. Now I'm just embarrassed. <laughs> the style posts, and I am you, there aren't even, I don't even want to use quotation. The, it should be style pe- spelled like S T I L E because it's so bad. But we can go change it, right? Yeah. They're already can, in there. They're in there, but it's like you need to like update the posts. Oh. I would love to do style posts, but who on earth has time? 
But I mean, can you just for fun go to the website right now? Which was MsRachelHollis.com. Look at you. What are you, the head of marketing too? <laughs> I love it. First of all, the homepage is super pretty because this is what I did while I was sick was fix the homepage. What, uh, while I'm looking, what were the classes you took? Um, I was taking, it's so nerdy and I feel like I will be judged, but I was taking classes on SEO, which oh. is search engine optimization to just kind of have a better understanding Again, nobody in the audience cares about this. Maybe like one chick. Hey, Sarah. One person cares about this. But essentially, search engine optimization is how Google knows to send people to your content. And unfortunately, podcasts have a really crappy searchability. If you guys have ever done this where you're like trying to find a particular topic and you go on iTunes and you're like postpartum depression – You'll get a bunch of really random stuff. Maybe some of it is what you're looking for, but it just sucks. So I thought, well, the website could be a great spot for the search engine to drive people into the podcast. That was the whole why. Mm. But if you go scroll down a little bit, she's cute. We like her sweater. Keep, there's our green smoothie. There it is. Shout out, Jack. I didn't even tell you. So many people sent DMs about our green smoothie oh, episode. Rad. And I know this because I was in DMs on Start Today, and so many people were like, thank you, I'm back on it, what a great reminder. I'm like, look at me and Jack helping right. people, thinking no one's listening, turns out you are. Okay, keep going, keep on trucking, keep going. There it is. Okay, click on the one where it says, how I style a black leather jacket. When I checked the site stats to see if anyone cared about this, this post was going bananas wow. because I guess just the season and it's an older post which means it's high in search engine what I want you to do I did go in and update this because I was like if people are looking let's make it cute again scroll all the way to the bottom I want you to see what the website would refer you to for other style posts Jack oh, wow. Jack look at <laughs> how to pack what does that say for Hawaii okay this look at my hair Y'all, you should just go scroll just to see. Now I'm mortified. You know why? I had a big meeting yesterday with some peeps. And the chick in the meeting said, I love how much you're doing. Like I literally was looking at your packing list. And I thought, I don't have a packing list. And now I realize she was looking at that picture with those glasses. Oh, Rach. Who is that? Who is that, Jack? <laughs> You guys, it's it's intense. All of that to say, our editorial calendar. If you if you check the box and you turn on email, video, podcasts, and editorial for the site, it's insanity. It's got a lot of stuff in it. It's got a lot of stuff. Very colorful. I feel like I have this weird sort of high though, because I'm doing it. We're doing it. Do you feel like stressed out about the amount of content we produce? At times, but yeah. then I'm like, actually, we're doing it though. We like, are. It's happening. That's the thing. Yeah. And it, yeah. Well, I. If you think, look at the the week and then you get to the week, you're like, oh. Yeah. We got that. I think the intensity comes from us trying to be ahead. Mm -hmm. If we were just like down to have stuff turn around within a few days, we'd be fine. But I'm trying so hard to get out ahead. So that we have more space mm -hmm. because Jack manages a bunch of freelance editors. That's, I think, where your stress comes in is you're trying to like herd cats. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a thing. Which, by the way, really tracks for the conversation we had this week on Monday's episode about leadership mm -hmm. and what it means to be a leader in your community, in your family, at work. I was curious when I was walking back today, do you have sort of philosophy about leadership? Do you think of yourself as a leader? What are your, what are your beliefs? I, I didn't systems? before, but yeah. now I definitely do. Yeah. Because it's become, yeah. I, I remember saying years ago, oh, mosquito. I know, they're so, guys, I don't know how or why. I really think a mom mosquito oh, yeah. actually laid mosquito you eggs. You have old in tires in here or something? No. <laughs> a small pond? No. There's nothing in the studio. But there are, yesterday there were at least 50 mosquitoes in here. Ugh. It was disgusting. But carry on. Oh, yes. So I guess when we first moved to Texas, I was asked, like, do you want to be a manager in leadership? And I said, absolutely not. I remember. <laughs> I said, no way. I am a tool in the best way possible. Yeah. But, you know, it just worked out that I am now. And I kind of really enjoy it. Yeah. It feels like a good spot and that I'm growing in the right way. And now I'm not definitely not comfortable anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I'm having a good time. And I know I'm pretty sure the people that I manage are having a good time too. Right, yeah. Andrew? I think that's so interesting and I love that you said it because you were at a time in your life where you you know yourself really well and you were like, no, I do not want to do that. And mm -hmm. I remember that as your leader, I felt badly that we were growing and someone was going to come in over the top of you. Mm -hmm. That felt so wild to me because seniority wise, you've been with me the longest. You should sort of take on that right. space. But I love that you know yourself well enough to say, not right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super cool that you've gone through and learned all the things. And then you got to the place where you were like, actually, now I'm I'm in. Oh, I'm, yeah. I can do this thing. And I'm doing an episode of RHP soon about leadership, of the characteristics of a great leader. And one of them you have in spades and you are – doing a beautiful illustration of, which is humility. Mm. That you're humble enough to admit what you know, admit what you don't know, to learn what you need to do. I just think it's a really good lesson because in a world that shows us all of this stuff on social media of like this grand, beautiful, big life, there's room to say, not quite yet. And that actually takes a fair amount of abundant mindset, like an abundant thinking, which is next week's episode of oh. RHP, by the way, scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset, to just know that like, not right now, but later it'll be the time. Yeah. Do you, does it make you nervous to manage people? Do you, like, how do you feel about o it? Originally, yeah. Yeah. But now, I don't know. It's more, uh, I see it as more of like a fun challenge now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the fear as a new manager? Hmm. Maybe like just meeting deadlines. Like, is there enough time for me to get it, see it, send it to you? Is it what you wanted? Right. And then send it back. Right. Just to make sure like before it gets to you, you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I also think an interesting piece about that is advocating for your team. Mm -hmm. That you as a manager or anyone else listening to this have to be able to say to me, which sucks, <laughs> to me like – we have to have two weeks for an edit that is this big or just put stress unnecessarily on the editing team. Mm -hmm. Like that you have to advocate 
in both directions because you also, I know, have had to do things where someone will work hard on an edit and then you guys show it to me and I'm like, no, it's not, you know, which is about, so it's like you have to advocate both ways, which is a very tricky dance. But I think one of the things that makes you such a great leader is that you're just a good human. Like I say this all the time, (laughs) everybody loves Jack. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big the celebrity is or how stressed out the PR person is. Whoever comes, everybody loves Jack, which is a real skill set. I don't know. You start from a place of humanity mm. and then sort of go from there, like which that. is a lot of people miss. I'm gonna put that on my resume. Yeah, please do. Good human. <laughs> Good human. My biggest struggle as a leader is feedback. That has forever been giving it or giving yeah. it. Well, probably giving it too, if I'm yeah. being honest. <laughs> But giving it really stresses in the past, like I just wouldn't give it because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings or I didn't want to be a bad guy. It really is a disservice to anybody that you're trying to lead. I heard Dave Ramsey say once, to be unclear is to be unkind because you're not telling them what they need to do to succeed. So it's impossible for them to succeed in the role that you have them in, which is such a good reminder. I've gotten better at it over time. But yeah, that was always my biggest fear. I think it also helps since I've been in all those roles. Like, I know what they need to do. Exactly. So my like descriptions of like, this is how you do it. And you'll get it right if you do it like this or whatever. But I think that helps a lot. We have this editing software where there'll be a full frame. If you guys want it, it's called Frame.io. If anyone has content and they want to check it out. We put videos into frame or we put podcasts into frame. And then we can go through and write notes with the timestamp of exactly where the edit needs to be. And I always find it interesting when Jack has gone through before me and given notes, and then I'll go look and see what your notes are. And number one, oftentimes our note is exact, it would be the same and you've like covered it. But I also love just sort of seeing what an editor, like you'll Mm. say lingo or you'll say things or you'll be like, this needs to punch up or this needs to come in sooner or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I would never even think of that. So it is really cool that you have that whole background that you know exactly how to explain to them what to do. I think it helps. Yeah. I'll ask them. Yeah. Leadership also, though, like having responsibility is a lot. I mean, I think this as, you know, four kids... The amount of days of the week this morning that I am just like, oh my, someone take the take these kids, take them, send them some. It's so much. You're like, can you make your own oatmeal today? Mm. Can you just, can we not have a day? Can we not have a day? No. Same. I understand completely. Right, right. <laughs> no, but I think it doesn't matter if it's kids or you're in a community, you're a leader at work. The responsibility of being a leader is also a ton. And making sure that you're taking time to decompress and to take time for yourself so that you're able to take care of other people is huge. Oh, I would like to put a call out to you guys. Number one, just want to shout you out. Everybody who is tagging Start Today on Instagram in your posts, who is sharing stuff on social media, my sweet teenager who is running the Start Today account now has too much schoolwork. Ugh, I know. Hate that. I know. Dang it, school. He was like, Mom, I think of officially, like, I can't keep doing it. And I was like, Oh, it's fine. I'll just <laughs> take this on too. Yeah. That's totally normal to do a hundred things. 
But the cool thing was it meant that I was in DMs the other day on Start Today. And I loved seeing how many people are fighting for that last 90 intention. They're sticking with their goals. They're sharing with each other. They're putting it up online. So please keep those photos, keep those videos coming. I love seeing them and I want to share them. And if you are sharing anything from us, check your DMs. Because I sent some DMs the other day like, hey, can I use your picture? This is so cute. And I haven't heard back. So come on, guys. Hook it up. I literally wrote a note. Jack started to tell me something. And I was like, nope, save it for the podcast. You nailed the brisket. The brisket. The brisket. Let's talk. Oh, my gosh. So I'll start from the beginning. Please do. I went down to my tiny little butcher in a tiny little town. Mm -hmm. And he would not let me buy a brisket because I told him it was my first time smoking a brisket. And he said, I won't let you do that because it's too expensive and you're going to ruin it. Bless. Whatever. So I got something else. And I, you know, I did yeah. ruin it. Hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, just quick side note, both Jack and I have smokers. We both have a green egg. If you know, you know, we're super nerdy. So give us a minute as we get really into the weeds yes. on the stuff we've been cooking lately. So this is, ooh, could we have like a, we need a theme song. We need a, we need a lot of theme songs. We need a lot. <laughs> Any of you do theme songs out there? Any of you just like. Singing songs, writing songs, playing the banjo. Mm. I don't know why a banjo. If you do, let's create an email address. Okay. You know what we're going to do, guys? Here's what we're going to do. We are going to put the email address in the show notes below. So if you just happen to be a a jingle writer. Yeah. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we do need. Because it would be so cute to have a little cooking moment, Mm -hmm. kitchen moment. We're... That way, any of you who hate to talk about what we're cooking lately, you can bounce at this part of the show. We also need a trivia jingle as well. Oh, we need a trivia jingle. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take a start today jingle, to be honest. All right. I'll mm-hmm. take all the jingles. Also, if you just happen to be an incredible social media manager, <laughs> how about that? Send us a resume. You have to have proof that you have actually done it for a real company. But we're super fun to work with. You got to interview with Jackson, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to work first with Jackson, then it's Jack. Then you get to hang out with me if you make it through all three, <laughs> if all three levels of Jumanji. But yeah, check out the email in the show notes below. That's where you're going to send your stuff. But let's come back to the kitchen corner with Jack and Rach. Yeah. Yeah. Cricket. That's what the mountain sounds like. So yeah. That, okay. So that we're there. So we both have a green egg. Yeah. We both smoke meat. Mm-hmm. Now. Yes. About this summer, you were thinking about getting a smoker. Yes. You were real excited. Yes. And then you got a smoker. And then Jack and I started trading. Like He's like, I'm taking on this this weekend. Yep. I'm like, good luck. You, Your butcher doesn't allow you to have right. the brisket. Because the brisket is very difficult. Those of you who know will understand. Oh, boy, yeah. But when you are smoking meat, it's so fun, first of all. If you're a vegetarian... Not so much, but for the rest of us, smoking meat is so fun because it's an all-day process. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. Yep. I love anything that takes way too much time. So it's an all-day process. You got to start in the morning. You got to get your temperature right. You got to figure out your daisy. Yes. Like it's a whole thing. It is. It's so fun. Oh, my God. What if we had a smoke off, Jack? Let's do it. What if you brought your smoker here? You Ooh. smoke something. I smoke something. Yeah. Kez can do his pizza maker. Oh. We can do a Okay. Let's do it. Okay, let's think about that. Anyway, when you're doing a brisket, 
you're going to encounter something called the stall. Oh, the stall. The stall is very stressful for every smoker, especially when you're earlier in your smoking career. Essentially, you're cooking the meat very slowly and you're watching the temperature go up. But at some point, the temperature will stall. It will stop going up no matter what you do. It will not, and you're like, it's done. I've ruined the meat. It's been at this temperature for two hours. Nothing's happening. And every great smoker is like, trust the process, (laughs) do the thing. It will get past the stall. More people have ruined their meat by trying to fiddle with it during the stall than you will ever know. Every time. So when you finally, didn't you do a brisket and you messed it up first? Many. Okay. Three okay. different briskets, okay. and they all came out really firm. And I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, I wrapped it and, and all that stuff. But it was the stall. It was the stall, and you said that you need to wrap yours in foil. Yeah. I wrap mine in butcher paper. I tried that. Yeah, but I think maybe altitude? I got maybe altitude. Okay. Maybe I got the wrong butcher paper. If mm. there's a thing, I know there's like a pink one and a brown one. Maybe I yeah. don't know. But yes, I found that the tin foil is called the Texas Crutch, and. Oh, Boy. I've heard of that, actually. Boy, did it work. Yeah, oh, but it gosh. helped you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because none of the moisture can escape. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so you've nailed the brisket, right. which and, is Oh, huge. I also cooked it. I was doing 200. Yeah. But now I went to 203. Oh. And I don't know if that made a big difference, but this one, I... That was the was key. Just, just falling apart. That was the key. Oh, I mean, God. when you get it so that the meat... When it actually looks like it looks like in like yeah. TV or the video... You just feel like a hero mm-hmm. because otherwise you're smoking meat for, I mean, you could eight hours, six Easy. hours and like getting to the end of it and your family's like, it's <laughs> so disappointing. So when you actually nail it, you feel like a superhero. We have been doing, Boo and I have been doing Pasta Fest. Oh. Pasta Fest. Okay. So on Saturdays, we cook a big family dinner. Big. I'm going to show you videos. You're not even going to believe this. And because it's like cheat meal, I wait for it all week long. I cook literally all day on Saturdays. So I start my ragu at 10 a.m., Jack. I'm not messing around. And I have found a recipe, Nancy Silverton, Nancy Silverton. I found a recipe for ragu that starts with you simmering down the vegetables for three hours. Three hours before you even, I mean, it is a process and it is chef's kiss. It's insane. It's so delicious. We've we've done it now two times. And Pasta Fest, I call it this because we're making various pastas, but they're served hourly (laughs) because... And and by the way, it's like a tiny bite size. It's very rich. It's oh, like this. Like a Michelin. Yeah, kind of it's thing. like a teeny tiny tasting of the pasta because that way you get to try a bunch of different stuff. Oh, yeah. Don't get full. That'll fill you. And you don't feel sick later because you didn't eat too much. So Boo has been working on my favorite ravioli from my favorite restaurant here in LA called Moza. It's a ricotta ravioli with an egg yolk inside and a brown butter sage sauce, and you cut in the middle of this ravioli, and the yolk runs, he has nailed... We're making our own pasta dough, Jack. I got that KitchenAid attachment with the pasta. uh, I mean, bro, you got to come over. This is... You know what? I sent it to some friends thinking they'd be so pumped about our pasta making. I should have sent it to you. Wait, wait, wait for this. I'm super stoked because Sarah got a KitchenAid for me 
from her mom when she was back in Pennsylvania, and she just got back. And it has a lot of attachments. Oh, man. And I cannot wait. Because I, mean, I only had the dough hook when I used to have one. Oh, yeah. But now it's, it's over. I'm going to start making sausage. Okay, so this is the prep that, yeah, it's amazing. And then... No way. Isn't that... Oh, it's... it's. <laughs> it's so real. So we've been doing Pasta Fest, which is really exciting. And I've been making my own nut butter. Oh. Yeah, I've been making my own nut butter, which is so easy. Do you eat nut butter? Oh, yeah. Jack, it's so easy. It's insane. I used to make uh, almond butter with a, like a coffee grinder. Yeah. I'm going to make you some. Yeah. I'm going to make you some nut butter. I would love that. Okay, and then you can let the audience know how you feel about it. Okay. But it's uh, it's pretty good. What, um, what, what nuts are you using? I've been, I've been testing, and I went very wrong last week. Way too many cashews. It was mm. not okay, and it basically looked like dog food. But the key, I think, is a cup and a half of almonds, half a cup of cashews, and then whatever seeds, because I do seeds and oil cycling for my hormones, whatever seeds I'm taking that week, whether it's sunflower or pumpkin, I do those as well. Oh, a mixture. Put them, yeah, I do a mixture. I put them on a tray, cook them for 10 minutes at 350, I think, pull them out, throw them in a... You don't want to do a blender. It gets really messy. But a food processor. Oh. So get it all super smooth. And then once it's smooth, I add chia seeds for a nice little crunch. I know. It's delicious. How does it compare to, what is it, seed harvest, the one that you like? Oh, the one. Okay, this is why I started making my own nut butter. Oh. That place, bless them. I think they're crushing it. They stopped making the blend that I love. And we ordered it like three months ago, and they kept saying, We're, we'll get it to you, we'll get it to you. Finally had to cancel the order, and then I was like, screw this. I can figure out how to make my own. There you go. Better. Here we go. DIY. So give it a try, guys. Give it a try. That's awesome. I love that we have talked about leadership, walking, bad moods, and what we've cooked lately. Yeah. Good for us. If you guys are still here, we love you. We love you for hanging out for this conversation. We will be back on Monday with more... More things for the Start Today community. Be sure and check in. Check out that hashtag, Start Today Journal. Check out the hashtag, Last 90 Days. And when you check it out, go love on people. Go send some support. Go write some comments. Let's cheer each other on as we finish this year strong, on fire, and being the strong leaders we know we can be for the people that we love. We'll be back soon with more chat. Until then, we love you and we're rooting for you. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network.